0: Welcome to It's Your Community, with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR. Good morning everyone, welcome to It's Your Community. I'm Vanessa Denha Garmo here with Epiphany Communications and Coaching. It is one of Detroit's jewels. Uh, it's one of my favorite places to go. One of my favorite places I've taken my daughter, especially when she was younger, is the Detroit Zoo. And we're talking with Marissa Ratzenberger, Public Events Supervisor for the Detroit Zoological Society. Marissa, thank you so much for joining us here in Itcher Community.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Vanessa.
0: Like, it's one of the best signs of spring is when we start talking about the zoo. I know there's stuff going on at the zoo all year, but honestly like ex- as soon as the spring starts coming, it's like, yes, the zoo is one of my favorite places to go. So, are you guys all geared up for the spring
1: summer season? Yeah, we are very excited. There's a lot of really exciting things coming up um and you know, you can just feel the energy of the zoo getting ready for that season.
0: So, I know we're just coming off of an annual event, Bunnyville at the Detroit uh, Zoo, a place that an event that I would take my daughter to for for a few years when she was younger. So, just kind of give us an overview. I know it just recently passed, but give us an overview of Bunnyville,
1: yeah. So Bunnyville is our annual springtime celebration. It's kind of like the zoo's opening day. It really opens up that spring and summer season and gets everyone kind of back into the swing of things, coming to the zoo. People who might not have visited the zoo all winter are coming back. So it's a really fun time to see families and guests um, come back to the zoo and celebrate springtime and the species that are emerging in the spring. Um, It's just, it's a really fun time.
0: Typically, how many people do you, I mean, I know it's hard to gauge because we went through the pandemic, but typically how many kids usually uh, attend uh, Bunnyville?
1: Yeah. So the funny thing about the zoo is that attendance is so dependent on weather. Um, so depending well, that's on, true. Yeah, <laughs> we've had beautiful bunny We've had snowstorms. So it just kind of depends. Um, well, that's but, true. Yeah, yeah,
0: we're we are in Michigan, Marissa. So we have to go <laughs> with the weather flow. Um, oh, yeah. Another event that you have is the Green Fest and E-Recycling Weekend, April 15th and 16th. So tell us a little bit about this event.
1: Yeah, so we're super excited for Green Fest and e-recycling. Um, both of those events um, are held on April 15th and 16th. Green Fest is from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., and e-recycling is from 9 a.m. to noon. And both of these events are really just a way for us to extend our um, sustainability mission into the community um, and share what we are doing, as well as what um, our community is doing, to further environmental stewardship. Um, green Fest itself kind of falls around our Earth Day. It's a, a big celebration and a festival with a lot of activities for guests to take part in. Um, we have green food trucks and highlighting green menu items at our concessions at the zoo. We also have a marketplace shopping experience where local vendors come in and sell green products for people to take home, which is super exciting. Um, We do also have a lot of education stations, both from our education department at the zoo and also from local environmental organizations that are coming in. So it's a really great way for the community to come together. And then at our e-recycling event, um, it's a way for community members to bring their electronic devices. Instead of them going to landfills, they can recycle them right at the zoo. um, So they can bring items like printers, computers, um, holiday lights, DVD players. And something that we're really excited to collect our cell phones and tablets, which help to support our gorillas on the line campaign.
0: Oh, I love that because, you know, I'm sure people listening and I'm one of them. You know, we, we have these old, you know, technology evolves so quickly, Marissa. So we're upgrading our phones, upgrading our computers, upgrading our printers. And and this is such an, an important thing to do for the environment. Um, so what a great, what a great weekend. What a great idea. So how, how do these events continue to support environmental su- sustainability? I mean, is this something that is new to the zoo or you've been doing uh, these types of environmental events for a while?
1: Yeah, so environmental sustainability is a huge part of our mission at the Detroit Zoological Society. Um, GreenFest has been around for quite a few years, um, as well as e-recycling, and we just try every year to build on what we've done in the past, um, bring in more organizations or, you know, provide more educational programming around those events. Um, so it's something that we've been doing and we are very excited to continue doing and to continue bringing the community to join us in that mission. So how does that work, April 15th and
0: 16th? Do we just show up or just kind of give us the logistical stuff?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, GreenFest is free with zoo admission, um, which means it's free for members. Um, so it's not a specific ticketed event. Um, so it's a part of your normal day at the zoo. Um, but something that we're really excited about with the e-recycling event is that um, when you come to bring an electronic device to recycle, you do receive a one admission ticket to the zoo. So you can go ahead and turn around from recycling your device to head right back into the zoo and use that admission ticket um, for GreenFest. Um, but if you are not able to attend GreenFest, that is totally fine. That ticket that you receive at the e-recycling event is good until the end of the year.
0: Oh, that's great. And, and they could bring any kind of electronic, correct? Just like computers, phones, faxes, if they have them. Uh, oh man. yeah! You know what I found the other day, Marissa? Cleaning out, I was <laughs> doing some early spring cleaning, and I I found an old cassette player when I was full time in radio. The, oh the- wow! <laughs> so I, <was> like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to give that up. So it's a little <laughs> nostalgic about that, but like those kinds of things, all kinds of electronics.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um. It's it's really awesome. Um. Uh, the way you know it kind of is that spring cleaning feel, right? So you can bring um those devices that you find to the zoo um and you know you get to learn about that at the zoo too you know what can be recycled um how it's recycled um we have some and then you can go right into green and continue to learn more but yes you can bring any type of um any type of device in and it can be recycled here at the zoo so so
0: do you guys just collect them in bins and what happens to them after you guys collect them
1: yeah, so we, um, it's a really cool event, a lot of um, our volunteers, um, and we get some staff participation in kind of emptying people's cars, and we put them on pallets and in, in large um, cardboard um, boxes called Gaylord's, and then those um, with the partner that we partner with during this event, um, they get to take those back to their recycling center and recycle them.
0: Okay, okay, great.
1: We're talking with Marissa Ratzenberger, public events supervisor for the
0: Detroit Zoological Society. And uh, spring is upon us, and they have a lot of spring events going on, and we want to share them all with you. Uh, Another um, very popular event that's been around for a while now is the Zoo Brew. So tell us about that.
1: Yeah, we we get really excited for these events. So Zubru is the first event in our After Hours 21 Plus series. Um so Zubru kicks off on May 19th from 6 to 10 p.m. And um it features mostly beer um in, in the name Zubru So it's mostly beer, but there is something for everybody. We do also bring in selections of seltzers and wine and cider. Um, but we, we get really excited for this and we try to feature as much local, um, Michigan beer as possible. So it's exciting to bring those partners in. So how
0: long have you guys been, um, tailoring events to like the 21 and older crowd?
1: Yeah. So, um, I'm not exactly sure on the exact number of years, but has been around for a bit. Um, this past year, um, was the first time that we did the 21 plus series, Um, So Zoo Brew is the first, and then we have um, Summer Sips on July 28th, Spooky Spirits on October 13th, and Polar Beers on December 7th. Polar Beers has been around for a while as well, um, but we, it's just such a fun atmosphere. You know, it's not, is it just a tasting event, but you get to come enjoy those um, selections while going through the zoo. The whole zoo is open for part of the event, you know, until um, twilight, so You can take that selection with you and then go look at the grizzly bears or, or something like that. So it's just a fun, fun time, a unique space to see the zoo.
0: So at, at twilight, what happens? Where, where does everybody end up converging or culminating at? Where do they go?
1: Yeah, so the back of the zoo does close at twilight, um, and then everyone kind of gathers more around our main footprint, so um, around the fountain and our events pavilion, um, where we have entertainment and some more selections. So those selections go throughout the whole zoo. Um, so the night does not end at twilight; we keep going, but it's it's a it's a just a time for everyone to kind of push forward towards the front of the zoo. You know, it's it sounds like it's it'd be an interesting,
0: you know, fun uh, either date night or networking event or a great way to meet new people. I mean, what's been the reaction to the crowd? I mean, it's kind of what all of the above type of thing. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very fun. Um, you know, it's, it's a great date night. You know, we see groups of young people come out, but we also see, um, people with grandparents that are there or, um, you know, those, those adults that are of drinking age now that bring their grandparents or their um, their, their parents. It's, it's a really large variety of attendees, which makes it really fun. And everyone just has such a great time. And there's something for everyone there.
0: So if people are interested in Zoo Brew, which is May 19th, how do they get tickets? What do they need to do?
1: Yeah, so they would go to our website, um, DetroitZoo.org. Those tickets will be available there. Um, you can purchase them for Zoo Brew specifically. Um, Then we also do have our After Hours 21 Plus event series, um, which then you can purchase a ticket for um, each one of our events. Um, And I do also want to mention too, um, if you want to go to these events but you don't want to partake in the alcoholic beverages, we do also have um, designated driver tickets, both for general admission DD ticket, as well as a VIP DD ticket. Um, So uh, we have different DD stations around the zoo that are at our concessions with um, soft drinks, unlimited soft drinks and lemonade and iced tea and drinks like that. But then we also do try to bring in non alcoholic um, beer and other types of options just uh, to mix it up and really um, try to include everyone in our event.
0: I love that idea because, you know, some people may not be big beer drinkers but they do want to go out and hang out with some friends and have fun and I really think it's important that you have that designated driver person too uh, and really encourage that that's really important
1: yeah yeah and so there's something there for everyone so
0: um um Marissa obviously the weather is dependent on the big crowds too what kind of crowds you get I mean I I guess it has a lot to do with too with the size of the crowds end up at these events
1: yeah. So, um, we try to shoot for roughly around 3000. Um, so we have, um, about 350, um, VIP ticket ranges. Um, and then, um, the rest is general admission. And so, um, everyone can, they're not time tickets either. Um, so everyone can come in as they choose. Um, but yes, it's, it's roughly around 3000.
0: Wow. That's a big crowd. So when you say 350 VIP, what comes in the VIP package?
1: Yeah, so all the features of general admission, so you get those punches um, for your tasting and admission to the zoo. Um, you do also get two additional um, beer tasting punches. Um, we have a VIP lounge, which this year is going to be located in our main picnic grove, um, which is right past the wildlife interpretive gallery before you reach the otter habitat. Um, so we'll have a tent there with some exclusive food options. Um, and some exclusive drink options as well. And then we get really excited. Um, Zoobrew last year, we um, brought in some posters that have the Zoobrew logo on them. And we're going to bring those back again. And they're actually made from repurposed wood. So that also gets we get support our mission in all the events that we do. And we try to find elements of the event um, to really highlight those missions. Um, and so our sustainability mission is highlighted in that repurposed coaster.
0: So is there also entertainment? Is there like music, a band? I mean, is there dancing or
1: Yeah, yep, so we um bring in entertainment for these events and for all of our events as well, um but for Zubru we do have um a main stage band where we they um perform over by our events pavilion. Um so that is a place where and we've noticed too it's so fun at the end of the night everyone kind of, you know, congregates over there and and has a good time, there's dancing and everyone is just really excited to be there. Um, and then we also have some other entertainment pieces, you know, around someone uh, performing on the fountain. And um, so, yeah. And we also have photo opportunities as well, which is everyone's favorite. So we get really excited to create those. Um, so we have, you know, our, our photo frame on the the Rackham Memorial Fountain. Um, and we're also looking forward to, to trying to create some unique spots to take those, those photos.
0: We're talking about the Detroit Zoo today here on It's Your Community. Marissa Ratzenberger is a public event supervisor for the Detroit Zoological Society. They have a lot of things coming up this spring season and going into the summer season. um, So you can find out more. And it's for all ages, from our young kids from Bunnyville to the zoo brew for adults. Do you check ID at the door? Is that how it works for people that purchase the tickets to participate in the actual alcohol beverages?
1: Yes. Yep. So IDs are checked on the way in um, before entry to the zoo. Um, so that's taken care of right as you arrive.
0: So let's talk about brick. Is it brick live May twenty seventh to September fourth? What what is that?
1: Yeah. So brick live, uh, as you said, running late May through early September. Um, it is a super fun area um, featuring um, structures. Um, you know, animal structures, nature structures um, that people get to kind of walk through. It's a really immersive experience, um, and those uh, tickets and some more information about that too will be launching soon. So, how how does Brick
0: Live um, support the Detroit Zoological Society's mission?
1: Yeah, so um, all of our events, when you come to an event at the zoo, you are directly supporting our mission. So your admission ticket goes directly to the work that we do every day um, to celebrate and save wildlife in wild places. Um, we get really excited to bring people into the zoo. Not only do your does your admission help to support us, um, but also people's interaction with everything that we're doing during our events, you know, for specifically, um, you know, like our Green Fest event, we have education stations around where people can interact and learn more about what they can do. Same goes for most of our events too. You know, we have habitat chats, um, which people get really excited about to hear from our animal care staff, um, about the animals that live at the zoo and, um, their, uh, wild counterparts, um, in the wild around the world. Um, so really just coming to visit the zoo, you're directly supporting us and learning more and the way that people kind of interact with that mission um, directly supports the work that we do. So I want to talk a little bit more in general terms
0: about the to the zoo, um, you know, since we went over all these events and I know you focus on public events um particularly at the zoo but I want to get into just general admissions people attending the zoo but is there anything else that you want to answer that I didn't ask you about either GreenFest, recycling zoo brew or brick live
1: sure yeah so um you know we try to theme our events um which kind of shakes it up every year um and we're really trying to find some meaningful um some theming um specifically GreenFest and zoo brew have some really exciting themes so for GreenFest. Um, this year, the 2023 theme is In With The Old, which is kind of a fun play on words um, and is a nod to all things repurposed, recycled, and shared. Um, so that that um, theme is focusing on conserving natural resources by turning old materials into new products. So not only is that something that we can do at home with upcycled things or, you know, adding Something fun to your garden that used to be a different type of object, Um, but it's also something that organizations in our community are doing so we can learn more about what they do Um, and those organizations will be present at GreenFest. So it's kind of a a fun full circle moment Um, and then you know it it continues on when you learn and you get to act on what you learned Um, so that's something that's really fun and a lot of the organizations that are coming to GreenFest have that type of mission involved. Um, and then we do, um, on May 19th. The theme this year is show your stripes. Um, so we are highlighting the Grevy zebra trust and our work that we do with them. Um, we support that organization to help, um, support that species in the wild. So we're looking forward to people showing their stripes quite literally, you know, wearing some sort of striped. Um, whether it is zebra stripe or just can stripe uh, shirts or you know, an outfit, we're we're excited to get people involved in that. Not only will they get to learn more about the work that we do as an organization to support that species in the wild, um, but they can you know have a little fun with the theme as well. I love that.
0: and 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 people who want to, so you can buy general tickets to these events and you can buy general admission. But if you become a member, of the Detroit Zoological Society. What does that entail exactly? if you pay, is it a yearly due or how does that work?
1: Yeah. so we have um, membership categories. Um, and if anyone is interested in learning more, all of that information about those ticket structures and all of that is online. but um that membership, I mean memberships we we love our members and we get to know our members and we are they directly support our mission um, with that annual. Membership, um, and so we just we are really grateful for them. Um, so that is something um, that once you pay for that membership, then you can get into the zoo using your card. Um, the membership, um, especially depending on the category, really pays for itself in two visits. So it's it's super worth it, especially if you're a regular visitor to the zoo, and you do get perks as well. Not only do you receive you know discounts within the zoo, um, but Depending on events, um, we have member pre sales. So um, members can kind of jump on those tickets early, or we have member discounts on, um, on tickets so that they can get a little bit of a discounted rate. And again, that kind of depends on the event, um, but there definitely are perks to that membership. And we are just so grateful for that support. Do you, do
0: you have like family memberships or is it individual?
1: So we have both um, it's, okay. it's a wide range so we've kind of changed um, over the last couple of years have changed our membership structures um, to try to to be more inclusive on um, family structures so we have a family membership um, for those that would be coming in with a family with children um, or other members of a family and then we do also have individual tickets so if you are looking to visit the zoo on your own or with a guest, um, every time that you come, there are options for that. And then there are options, again, for for uh, larger families as well.
0: You know, and I know when my daughter was younger in grade school, you know, they did the annual field trip to the zoo. I think it was like in fifth grade or something. I mean, are, is the, are the school field trips going on? And as we head into the summer months, can people do ch- church group field trips or camp field trips or how does that work?
1: Yeah, so we do school groups. Um for the majority of the year, we have a lot of school groups we will be kicking off in the spring too with a little bit busier of a season with that. So it's really fun to watch um, those groups come through the zoo and get to learn um, about the animals and to interact with our staff. Um, And then we do also have group sales. um, So discounted tickets on groups of 20 or more um, that people can purchase um, through us as well. If you're looking to come with a larger group, um, we do, if you're looking to host some sort of, you know, corporate event or, or an outing, we do also have private events um, that you can, you know, we have picnics or um, we even have something that's super exciting called Private Zoo Evening, um, where people actually get to kind of rent out the zoo for the night um, and is is a really unique way to see the zoo. You know, I,
0: I, and I know people have had, like you said, corporate events. I know weddings have been there, Mm -hmm. um, team building sessions. Um, So if people are listening and they want to create their own, maybe team building workshop or have um, some kind of fundraising gala there, they could, that's all available for rent at the zoo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we have a lot of super unique venues too. I mean, it's, it's at the zoo, so it's super exciting, Um, and all of that information is found at detroitzoo.org online. If you go to, um, our private events page, all of that information, um, you can find more. There's a lot of varieties of ways that your group can enjoy your time at the zoo.
0: Let me ask you this. If somebody does want to have a private event, will there be a private, will there be a person walking them through it? Like if they sign up to want to have an event, there's somebody to help coordinate and all that for like catering and all that. Okay. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, So for a lot of those private events, um, catering is definitely an option. And we have a really wonderful catering partner. Um, And so we have a really special private event staff as well that is super helpful and really knowledgeable um, about those events at the zoo. Um, So they are there to answer any questions that the group may have um, and to kind of tailor that event exactly to your group.
0: And for people just listening and they want to take their kids, maybe they have four or five families, they have more of a group of 20. Do you, you know, is there like a list of um, food vendors, can they bring in their own food how, if they want to spend the day there? I mean, how, how does that work? Like, how do you how do you help families like even plan a day at the zoo? Is there instructions on the website or that kind of thing?
1: Yeah, so um, our we have a lot of updates on our website. Um, we also have uh, Today at the Zoo at the on the website, which kind of goes through, you know, the hours, what to expect, what attractions are open. Right on our homepage, on our website, it kind of shows the updates, you know, if there's some areas that are under construction or, you know, when the train opens for the season, um, it has all of that information to help people prepare. We do also have the list of all of our concessions and restaurants that are present at the zoo. Um, Those are all listed on the website too um, and provide some more information about the selections they can find there. Um, So yes, it's all of that information is right on our website um, and can navigate through those tabs.
0: We're talking with Marissa Ratzenberger, public events supervisor for the Detroit Zoological Society. It is an exciting time at the zoo. Spring, summer season is upon us and there's so much going on. You can go to their website to find out more. What else do you want to share, Marissa, with our listeners here on Nature Community that I didn't ask you?
1: Yeah, so we have a super exciting um, event season coming up. Um, we touched briefly on our Green Fest event and the e-recycling event. They're happening that same weekend, April 15th and 16th of this year. Um, we also have Zoo Brew coming up on May 19th. Um, we encourage everyone to keep an eye on our website um, and our social media platforms as well. Our website's detroitzoo.org. Um We have a Facebook. Um, we have a TikTok, which is really exciting to watch um, for annual updates as well. Um, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, that,
0: that would be fun to watch the animals on TikTok. I'm going to follow you guys on TikTok. That'd oh be fun. yeah. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but we do have a lot of really exciting events. And so we touched on Zubru, which is, um, the first of our 21 plus series. Um, but those other tickets, you know, we, we launch our events through the year. So tickets will kind of go on sale gradually for those other events that will be, um, be on sale. Um, but yeah, we're we're really excited, especially about that 21 plus event series. We learned a lot about it last year. Um, people had a lot of fun and we got a lot of great feedback. We, um, we really look forward to the feedback that people provide us either on our social media platforms on posts about the event or um, we do post event surveys. Um, so we really do value that feedback and we try to take as much of that um into the following events as we can. Um so you know, looking into summer sips and spooky spirits, um we're we're really excited to to launch those events too and and to get people back into the zoo for those. You
0: know, um and the fact that Zoo Brew, these 21 and plus events, like 3,000 people, there's great opportunity. What a great event to just network and meet new people and have a lot of fun. Um, do you guys also have a newsletter, Marissa, that people could sign up for and get updated on a regular basis?
1: Yeah. So if you go to our um, our website, org and scroll down, um, there is an area to insert your... Um, your email. And then you can get periodic updates from us, you know, about animal news or upcoming events and educational programs that we have, um, which are, it's our email list. So we get um, a a lot of our information that we share goes through that. Um, We do also, I would encourage people to follow our social media pages. A lot of our updates come on our Facebook page. Um, We also have an Instagram. Um, We not only highlight certain news, that are coming up. But, you know, if, if we have a lot of really wonderful um, photos that we get to share of um, the animals that live at the zoo. Um, and then we do also have a blog, which is kind of a, a longer version of some of those posts. And you get to learn a lot about the work that we do as at the Detroit Zoological Society. Um, that is a part of our mission, um, you know, animal welfare, sustainability, conservation, and education. We we get to really uh dive deep into those topics and learn specifically about the projects at the zoo.
0: Marissa Retzenberger, Public Events Supervisor for the Detroit Zoological Society, thank you so much for joining us here on It's Your Community. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Any questions, comments, show topics you want us to get to, you can reach out to me, Vanessa Denha Garmo, and many different ways. You can first go to my website epiphany communications and coaching You can private message me there, info at epiphanyccc.com, or you can go to any of my social media platforms we have epiphany communications and coaching on facebook or find me vanessa on instagram twitter and on linkedin as always we remind you to connect communicate and to collaborate with your community thanks for t- tuning in we'll catch you next time here on Nature your community it's your community A public affairs presentation of News Talk
1: 760 WJR.